And we're back with an episode of the MDM Podcast. Joe Morales, Trevor Markowski here on this Wednesday afternoon. Trevor, the Yankees finally stopped their losing skid. I, I can finally relax and sleep well at night. How you doing, man? Doing good. He was so beside himself for Monday and Tuesday that he couldn't even do the show. That, that's why I'm <laughs> here on a Wednesday. He was just so mad too and bad. tired. It was tough. And, and, he, and he was worried about the Nets, too. Now, we'll get to that later. But, oh, you know. of course, yeah. Joe's had a lot on this plate the last two days, so. Yeah. Well, with my teams right now, the Yankees, you know, the Yankees being the Yankees, the Nets are always hurt, and the Rangers are now all of a sudden six points out of a playoff spot, and then the, yeah. the, the next team in, so I mean, I don't want to, you know, get get ahead of myself, but I will be paying a little more attention to the New York Rangers now as they try and gear up for a playoff spot. Three games out with a month to go in the season, though, so it's a little tough yeah, but it's, it's definitely still worth watching. But we're going to start with the baseball. We'll start with the Yankees. We'll get to the Mets as well. But, uh, yeah, like I said, last night you blo- you broke the the losing streak. And we talked about it over and over again. It was getting length out of your starting pitchers. And Talion goes out there and gives us five great innings. And I was a little upset when they took him out. Obviously, you don't want to see a starting pitcher who's cruising being taken out of the game. But I, under- I understand the restrictions and whatnot. It's just... When you lose a billion games in a row, it, it upsets me to see a cruising starting pitcher taken out of the game. But from what Boone said, it seems like the restrictions are off next week, and he's good to go for now on. Yeah, it seems like, well, at least, you know, at least no restrictions are coming off. Yeah. At least, as I like to say, you know, he pitched really well. He's a good bounce-back start. It was, and getting length out of your starting pitchers is going to be key, because the offense is, is, is cold. It, it, I understand that, but that's going to come. The starting pitching yes. was the question, and it's still a question right now. But five innings in Talion, I think he could have went six or seven if the restrictions are off. That's a great start from him. Great stuff so far. And who are we getting Kluber tonight? We're getting Montgomery. Yes. All right, so that's another one that has to redeem himself. These are Brian Cashman's two prized offseason acquisitions. So... So far, we had a, we've had fifty fifty from Talion. We'll see what we get from Kluber tonight. But starting pitcher is key here. Get length out of your starting pitchers. Quality starts. That's all I'm asking for out of the offense. Will come. I know they're struggling. If you want to talk about it, we will. But starting pitching is the key right now. Ugly win yesterday. I would say that. Say it again. Uh, it was ugly win yesterday. A wild pitch and a uh, and a uh, a walk. It's your two big game winning runs. So. Well, is it a win you feel good about? Because uh, I, <laughs> I know, obviously a win's a win, but the way they've scored runs. Now, I, don't, I know what happened earlier in the game, but Hicks well, scoring. All, who, yeah. Well, first of all, I have to say this. You know, look, that was a very good at-bat by Jordan. What do you mean it was a good yeah. it was, He had four pitches that were close to the well, zone. Well, I, I do give credit for this, though. I'm 3-0. You know, he did not get ahead of himself and swing. I hope he wouldn't swing. One out in the bases loaded 3-0. Nate Jones didn't throw you a strike. You better not swing. But well, th- four of those pitchers were nowhere near the strike zone. Well, the only reason why I liked the at-bat was because early on in the season, we've seen too many batters for the Yankees keep three and chasing pitches. Well, especially, so, especially 3-0. It was, a, it, was a welcome sight. it was a welcome sight to see. And... That goes into the part of how I, you know, I don't really feel good after this. Was the four pitches to four that were nowhere close, and the first run of the eighth inning, which is the second run of the game, was Hicks who came in for Talkman scores on the wild pitch. So these are and 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 don't forget, Clint Frazier pops up. I'm trying to remember who else was. I think it was Stanton struck out, 
and Torres also pops up. So there were no hits with the runners in, in scoring position, and the, and, the, and the base is loaded. You score on a wild pitch and a four-pitch walk that was a non-competitive at-bat. It's not runs I feel good about. Well, I, I mean, Frazier just needs to be sent out of square. I mean, the guy's just not <laughs> producing. You know, he's, he's out. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you're going to tell me <laughs> how, how many played appearances now when I'm in my bag? About 70 or something like that? Or a month in. Just <laughs> saying. Well, there'd be a month in and have zero RBIs. That even feels mistakenly handed to an RBI. You know, cause for concern a little bit. You want him sent down. All I'm asking for is clarity from Aaron Boone. Is he the starting left fielder, or is Brett Gardner taking over a spot in Frazier's bench? Because we started the year with Frazier as our starting left fielder, and then he benches him for Gardner, and then yesterday Gardner gets to start, but with the bases loaded no one out in the eighth inning of the tie game, he takes Gardner out of the game puts in Frazier. So what is Aaron Boone thinking about Clint Frazier? Is he a good player? Does he want him getting the, the big head bats? Or is he benched in his guard in the left fielder? I just want some clarity from that. I'm not asking for them to sent down like you are. I just want clarity. I don't, I don't think he's sure yet. That's the problem. He's not sure. Well, get sure. We're a month into the season. I want clarity. I, I agree. Now, here's the lineup for tonight. You want, you want me to read it? Yeah, I haven't see seen it yet. I, all I saw was Mike Forbes. I didn't see the actual lineup. Go. Here's LeMahieu leading off at second. Judge in right. Stanton DH. Urshula at third. Did you say Stanton three? Yes. Wow. Okay. Urshula at third. Torres at short. Boyd at first. Hicks in center. Sanchez catching Frazier in left. Well, Frazier got to start. And also, Hicks is bumped down to seven now. Hicks and uh, second game in a row. <laughs> no Odoi again. Who say, say it again? No Odoi again for the second game in a row. Well, I think it's a good thing. I think Mike Ford's taking the bats away from him. It's about yeah. time. Uh, well, uh, also on the bench, right? you have Talkman Guardy mm, off the bench, bench yeah. and Higashioka on the bench, with, along with Odor. But, yes. Well, uh, so I want clarity from on Frazier, but also it's nice to see that he's finally moving Hicks down in the order. It was terrible with, a, uh, with him at three. He didn't give him much of a chance at leadoff, but maybe seven is a good spot for him. When you're hitting 170, you're lucky to be on a major league roster. But if you yes. have to be in the batting order, seven, eight, nine is where you're gonna hit. I'm totally fine with that. What do you think about Torres? One eighty two, no homers and no RBI. He's no been match. terrible too. One RBI for think... the first month. That's been terrible. Go ahead, what's up? Do you think that he should be still in the five spot? Do you still have... I trust him. Oh, well, where where are you putting him right now? Who are you moving up to take a spot? There's no one in the lineup that deserves to be moved up right now. Look, besides Judge, who's Producing. And Urshela. And Urshela. And LeMahieu. Mm-hmm. You know, for, for much as bad as we say, well, LeMahieu, you know, he just hasn't looked at himself. He's still batting 300, mm-hmm. to be fair, which is, you know, still pretty good. And he doesn't feel it, he says. Yeah. You know, besides those three guys, and Stanton, who is actually leading the team in RBIs, but is batting 170, which is amazing. <laughs> um, I, I, I just believe that these guys were eventually going to get gone. I just, you know. If they maybe, don't get going, then what are we doing here? You know, if, if maybe it takes a you know an, an ugly win to get the team going. You know, all it takes is you know one win. We said you the know, same maybe, thing maybe when Odor drove the ball into the gap at the trop in the tenth inning. I think they, they won the next game, and then all went and then they lost them sixteen in a row. <laughs> I, 
So, well, 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 to be fair, if for some reason they can't be Panthers, so the, the Tampa is that Demons acceptable are, though? Like that's not good. No, no, but the Tampa Demons are gone for now. Well, we gotta yeah, play them later, and maybe get to see them in the playoffs. This is this can't become a thing where they can't beat Tampa Bay. They are a better team than Tampa Bay. Yes, I feel like Joey is gonna beat out one inning. I don't know if it was last night, and we'll get the team going. Yeah, look tonight, and they're maybe they're lucky that they get a struggling Braves team to come in. Maybe, like maybe that spark. Maybe that gives them a spark. Like I said, you always need some confidence. You know, maybe this is a confidence booster. Maybe, and then you also get the Orioles this weekend, I believe, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. I think you get the Orioles, no, Indian. Indians, Indians, and then the Orioles next week. Sorry. Uh, so you're not playing great teams. You're not. I mean, thankfully, you're not seeing the Tampa Bay Rays. By the way, the Phillies just walked it off in the ninth. Yeah. So here, here's my stat. So you played in the last two years. You played besides when the NL East and the AL East. You played two games in a different division. You played the Indians in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to tell me what's the last time, how many days it was, when the last time the Yankees played a non-East team in the regular season. That's a great point. That is, that is, very, that is very cool. Because it's been like two years in the regular season, and the past two years, it's been two games, postseason. <laughs> You're right. And somebody has to tell me what's the last time they played somebody else besides the Indians as well. <laughs> so they'll, they, they all have played... Five American League teams by the end of the week in the last year and a half, right? Because you yeah. get the four American League East and then the Indians in the playoffs. You get them now, and then you yeah. get the Orioles. Who's next? Are- <laughs> when is the next team? Can you look that up? Yeah, well, I, I actually got it right here. Cleveland, I got the calendar Detroit, right here. Detroit at home Detroit. next weekend. <laughs> oh, so that that'll be the first team that they haven't seen since 2019. <laughs> You're, that's a great point. <laughs> oh, that's great. That is- and one more thing, I want to talk about the bullpen real quick. Was that when Talion comes out? Another reason why I was upset was because Lucas Lutke was the first guy to come in. And let me give hey, you some context. He, he, no, he did great. Turns to be a good move. But this, imagine this: the Yankees have lost who knows the last billion games in a row. It's a tie game in the sixth inning. You pull your starter. In the fifth inning, in a one in a one one game, questionable enough itself, and the first guy out of the bullpen is Lucas Lucky. It doesn't look good. Now that you got the job done, of course, I'm I'm not complaining about that, but just a bad look that Lucky is the first guy out. Yeah, but after that, you know, after that, with the, with the bases loaded, yeah, Chad uh, Chad Green came in, right? Green came in. Yeah, he put some guys on base, but he still got the job done. He got bailed out by yeah. Justin Wilson, which turns out to be a good move by Boone, bringing in the lefty yeah. face Freeman. And that was a good move. And then uh, Lo Isaac again, you know, he, he was on. Yeah, you, you see, he's getting eighth inning jobs now. Uh, he deserves his eighth inning. He jobs. does. He's been great. He did it again last night. Um, Chapman, but you know, uh, I, w- I would say. Chapman was pretty good for a closer coming off a week's rest. Right, and that was my. I heard Michael K say this in that eighth inning that if the Yankees got out to a big enough lead, they weren't going to bring in Chapman. I completely disagree with that <laughs> because he hasn't pitched in a week. He's got to get in the game. Yes, but of course that didn't happen. It didn't, yeah. But it's only two runs. He was. I think Chapman was going to come into the game regardless of what the score was. Yes, I think he was in no matter what. Yeah. So. Yeah, and the bullpen has actually been the strongest of this team. Right. You got Loisaka pitching well, Green, Lucky, Wilson, O'Day. They all have been pitching good. 
They have the best bullpen in the American League right now. So that's been the one strong suit from them. They've been able to, you know, ride it through these tough times. Now, again, we hope last night they turned the corner. They play again tonight. We heard the lineup before, and we got Kluber on the mound. So hopefully that was the start, and we've been like 15 games in a row. Anything else from the Yankees, Trevor? No, so I'm expecting, I think, they're due for one of these big games, but it's like a 10 nothing. They get like five home runs. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that's they're right. due for one. They do play still game, and there's no Acuna tonight, so you're gonna break with that. They get lucky with that too. He's out tonight again, so yeah. you're gonna break with that as well, mm-hmm. and because he's day to day, so you gotta get him tonight. Right, and as a baseball fan, it's a good thing that he's you know not seriously hurt and all that. Yeah, right. He's you know, a fun player to watch. Yeah, he, he really is, and that's the one play against my team. So yeah, that's ah. good. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> he can play, but he can't play. He can't play against us. Race. That's anything but us. That's fine. Um, hold on, I am uh, reading something. I have Denilson Lamette in fantasy today, and I'm getting a. Oh day- yes, me too. Me I'm too. Get- but I'm getting a day to day icon next to his name. Is he out of the game? He's out of the game, and he's day to day. Did he get hurt again? Yeah. Oh, well, to be fair, some of those icons will bit, you know, take time to refresh. I'm worried. Uh, I'm gonna go on Twitter and look it up real quick because I'm getting a little nervous. Okay. So yeah, we're, we're going to take a little pause in the show. Me and Trevor are going to go look on Twitter. So here we go. Uh, Denelson Lament. All right, I'll find if I got anything for you here. Uh, latest. Uh, he pitched just two innings, 29 pitches, four strikeouts. But doesn't say he was injured, though. Hopefully he did not restrain the forearm or feel a twing. Twing? Is that a word? Twing? He threw 70 pitches, Twing? including sliders, in his final start. Denilson Lamette's season debut ends early. Yeah, it's not looking too good, Trevor. That's my sixth-round pick. I'm not I'm not too happy right now. Fifth-round pick, excuse me. Well, maybe that was the plan only giving two innings. You don't know. Yeah, 29 pitches. That's not too good. Not too good. All right. It's not a good, not a good sign, to say the least. Let's move on to the other New York team, the first place in New York Mets, and they are in first place, so we have to, we do have to address the Mets. As, as much as it hate it, it like pains me to say, you got to call them the first place in New York Mets. But oh, seven and five first place. <laughs> first place New York Mets. Just now, like remember now. when we were hoping for the six and ten first place New York Giants? It's exactly what this is. Didn't happen. It didn't, but all right. the Mets are in first place. We have to address them as first place, and you are going to address them as first place too. All right, so. The Mets were not dealt a good set of hands last night with home plate umpire John Lipka. Because everyone saw Rojas gets thrown out. Walker got thrown out after he was taken out of the game. So I don't know. We don't know what the point of that was. Oh, but... so it was the Empire's fault why he lost last night. That <laughs> no, I'm just saying they weren't dealt a good set of hands. Okay. That umpire was horrendous. Because you know, I hear some fans say, well, it's the Empire's fault why they lost. Is that what you hear from Mets yeah. fans? Or just... I hear from all fans. Yeah, the umpire is not the reason you lost. Is the reason they lost is because they scored one run, and they couldn't string together any offense, with the exception of the J.D. Davis home run, and and then I did. And I gotta, I gotta let out a little rant here, Trevor. Two things. So we'll get to the second one later, but I want to start. I got two rants with the Mets. Okay? okay. Number one is when in the ninth inning, when they start to string together some offense. The bottom of the lineup is getting on base, and it flips over to. Excuse me, I hit my microphone. It flips over to Nimmo, and he strikes. I don't want to rip Nimmo because he's been the best player on the team so far on the offensive side. 
So I don't want to rip him too much, but that is unacceptable to strike out right there. And then the prized acquisition, the $30 million acquisition, Francisco Lindor comes up with a chance to do some real damage with the bases loaded, two outs down, two runs in the bottom of the ninth. On the first pitch he sees, grounds out the first base. And I've got to tell you, since they've signed this guy, and he's, he's played he's played one month of team, he's hitting 171. He hasn't done anything in a month. Isn't that great to see? <laughs> Only you was. <laughs> Let your Met hate me. I'll be getting the text later. Trevor's too mean on the Mets. Oh, yeah. So it's always great to see, like, the Red Sox and the Mets have been a star position not work out. As a Yankee fan, it's always great to see that. 171. But, the whopping but, 171. But, but for a more serious situation, Joe, I mean, wouldn't you be a little concerned right now? I'm, there, I'm very concerned as a Yankee fan about him, Trevor. Imagine being a Met fan about the one worrying about this guy. No, no home runs, two RBIs. And a couple weeks ago, he was dropping down bunts in the first inning. The guy looks lost. He doesn't know where he is. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's signing this big guy. And, you know, but, uh, let's be called a fair. Yes, the Mets are in first place, but they have not played great. No, they haven't scored. They've just, it's been they just played okay. Yeah. And I think that's the big problem because Taywan Walker threw 91 pitches in three and two thirds. It just seems like the Mets offense, you know, is not, you know, what, what about Pete Alonso? He's batting 227. Yeah. He's cold. Oh. Conforto's 184. McNeil's 162. They're 7-5. And, and the reason they're in first place is because look at the division. The Phillies, the Wednesday well, are 9-9. Miami's 8-9. Atlanta's 7-10. And, and Washington's 6-9. and nine. There's not a team that, right now that's doing good in that division besides the Mets. Do you know that? Four out of the five National League East teams have a minus one differential. It's only the Marlins have a better uh, have a good one. And it's better barely better in the plus, plus yeah. four. Yeah. Everybody else is minus uh something right now. Mets are minus two, Phillies minus six, Atlanta's minus four, Washington's minus twenty one. Well, I just saw the Yankees they tell the Yankees pitching has been good if they're that record and the one differential is only minus seven. Well it was the bullpen. Yeah. That's why. But yeah, this division so far has been very weak. I mean, you know, 75, 99, 8, 9, 7, 10, 6, 9. Yeah. It has not been a good division. So and these far. are all teams that are supposed to be in the mix. But, but Atlanta has, you know, after starting really bad, they have clawed their way back to almost 500. Right, they have a good game or two every once in a while. Yes, I, I think eventually Atlanta will be the winner in the end. Right, I do too. And then one more thing I got to talk about the Mets, and this is another thing that would aggravate me if I were a fan of the Mets, is there's no question about it that the Grom is the ace. Everyone agrees on that. And it would bother me if my ace pitcher was asking for extra days of rest. So I don't know if you saw this, but the Grom was supposed to pitch tomorrow at Wrigley, but was asked he asked for an extra day of rest, and now he's going Friday. And I was curious. I was asking why. Well, what's going on with the clock? All right, now he's gonna pitch a home on Friday against Washington. So maybe it's only me and you. I I know it's not really fair because you absolutely hate the Mets, despise them. But doesn't it feel like ridiculous that your ace pitcher doesn't want to pitch when he's scheduled to? That he needs extra rest. Well, well, 
to be fair, you don't know if he wasn't feeling 100%. You don't know. It doesn't matter. It's your job to pitch every fifth day. Garrett Cole. We've only Never seen a handful of Garrett Cole starts where he's been on his A game. And it's been an awesome B game. It's that That's your famous line is, that's a great B game. So, when Cole doesn't isn't 100%, he goes out there and gives up two runs, but DeGrom needs an extra day off, and they give it to him. He has to ask for extra days off. This early in the season is a little ridiculous. It is. And especially again, when your team needs again, you right now. Know. I don't know if there was a little injury. I don't know. That's the only thing I would say. He only, no, he, it says he asked for an extra day of rest. Not even for a little injury. Yeah. Nothing. That's ridiculous. By the way, I have an update on Lamette. You want to hear this? Alright, you ready? Did Nelson Lamette left today's game with right forearm tightness, the same injury that's been keeping him out. Oh boy. So they, they rushed this guy back. Oh man, this this guy was one of the brighter pitchers in the league and a big part of San Diego. That is not good for the Padres. Oh man, that's not good. It really isn't. It really isn't. Man, did you see what Corbin Burns is doing, by the way? Thinking oh, my God. He's must-see TV every night. He really is. And, you know, right now, Joe, the Padres are 10-9. and nine, You know, they're loaded on a losing streak. Everybody goes through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just part of the game. I'm getting ready for this weekend, man. You know? Oh, yeah. I don't think And, by the way, the Dodgers took two out of three, but that was a much closer series. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Every one of those games is entertaining. Yeah, it could have went either way, all three of those games. Did you stay up till 3 a.m. on Friday night? I did, Joe. I did not stay up. Stayed up Saturday, too. Uh, Sunday was busy. I, I, saw, I, I saw bits and pieces. Wait, so you stayed up till 3 a.m.? I did. Jeez. I was out by midnight. I couldn't hold up. And I feel, I, I, I feel like I missed a classic game. I did. But I feel Way to go. <laughs> I also want to talk the San Francisco Giants at eleven inside. I know they lost today, but they've kind of overachieved too. They're in second place, eleven and seven. It's nice to see the Giants doing something for once. You know, Joe. I think a lot of people overreact in mid-April. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't take a look at the standings until Memorial Day weekend. Right. That's how you that's do. Now, that's how you do. Now, mine is like I don't care until Memorial Day weekend and tell me where everybody is there. So you're not looking at Seattle, who's tied for uh, the first place in the American League West? Uh, it's early on, man. You know, it's only you know anybody can catch fire for a little bit. But uh, speaking of catching fire, Oakland A's won ten in a row. They're they're tied with Minnesota right now. Got the game on the TV. No, I think they're a pretty decent team, actually. Yeah. So I'm not but after starting one and seven, they look dead. They uh, climbed back to eleven and seven. Not too bad. Yeah, that's that's what I mean by there, Joe. You know, there's all these struggles. You know, it could be easy. You know. That's what I mean. Right. Yeah. So, anything else in the major leagues, Trevor? Well, this weekend. Yeah. Yankees. You know, yeah. oh. So, on Friday, we're going to have Weathers and Bueller at 10 o'clock. Friday at 10, Kershaw and Darvish are going game. Saturday, Snell and Bauer at 9. So, it's the same, same pitchers. And then Sunday, we have Musgrove and Nay, another great game. Yeah. I mean, holy cow. I mean, besides not the first one, which is not bad, after that, uh, it, it's all classics. Probably. Yeah. Anytime and, these and teams play, way, it's must-see TV. Yeah, and by the way, too, it is Sunday Night Baseball this week, so Good. we'll take a complaint. And both days are also on LB Network, in case you were wondering. Yes. 
So I don't like, but I like I like the seven o'clock game though. It's not always dark. Yes, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm, I'm fired up tomorrow night, ten o'clock. Oh yeah, Dodgers Dodgers It's always musty TV with them. And the Yankees play early at six ten, so that's good. The game could be over by. <laughs> there you go. And six Yankees at six ten, then Dodgers Dodgers Padres at ten. There you go. You got, you got your home oh, night. Yeah, Any Lakers tomorrow night? Uh, the, the Dodge Departure is better computer. Okay. Right. Well, well, Lakers game now, he's going to watch TV, so. Right. Yeah. Well, AD's back t- t- tomorrow. Yeah, they said if everything goes well today, he'll be back tomorrow, so. Yeah, well, there we go. Let's transition to your Lakers. How, how you feeling? So, I know you're feeling great with AD, but how you feeling about the team? Oh, well, you know, the record without LeBron and AD, assuming AD comes back tomorrow, was 7-9. and nine. And that is totally acceptable, in my opinion. That's around 500 basketball. I would say that was totally acceptable. I don't know what you think. That's fair. 500 ball- basketball, it's fine. Yeah. I think, you know, this is the first, you know, you know, first big step back. He's, you know, getting AD right. It's the first step. You know, he's going to go It looks like around 15 minutes he's going to be on restricted tomorrow, something like that, you know, right around that area. Just don't get hurt. Ease back into the game. Do what you got to do. Get ready for the playoffs. And I would say don't. Just don't get injured. That's not there. Don't get injured. Are you now scoreboard watching to try and climb back up the Western Conference? I don't want to be in the playing game. I don't think we'll be in the playing game. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are right now four games ahead with 19 to go, so it would be a real disaster or something. <laughs> right. If we need to play game. I would say this. We are two and a half back of Denver. I don't think we can catch the Clippers, by the way. Oof, That's awesome right now. Yeah, they're five back. They're I would say the goal is, the goal is to be either four or the five, one of those two spots. And you have the five, five right now. Don't, so don't let, yeah. don't let Portland climb over you. Is what you're saying? No, be a four or the five. You know, okay. if you get one of those two spots, I will be happy because I really think seeding in the top five doesn't really matter as much. Well, if you get four, at least you get home court in the first first round. Then we playoffs is a, is a joke anyway. So I mean, so you, you do get home court in the first round if you get. Oh, that was a tough opponent for the first round. Well, in the Western Conference, maybe. The Eastern Conference, not so much. But yeah, my, my thing would be get the... I'll tell you how many games they have left, by the way. Um, f- uh, 58, so that means they got 14 left. So just be either 4 to 5, and I'll be happy. Yeah, just, and I'm, just I'm still holding out hope that the Nets can somehow climb to the one seed. Well, Joe, while the Lakers are seeming to be, hopefully, it looks like ending their injury <laughs> oh, God. woes, yeah. uh... You guys are really having the injuries. Yeah. Right? I only have to. And sorry to address this, but, you know, it's part of that. Because <laughs> tonight, you guys play the Raptors. We have Chioza that's out for a handful, a long time. Claxton's with COVID. Durant is out. Harden's out. Johnson is out. And Perry is a game-time decision. So, KD is out with a thigh. Yeah. What is going on here, Joe? We have two big stories. Well, what's your thoughts? Well, we've had a hard, we, Harden got set back with the hamstring, and what I've heard from Steve Nash is basically it basically told us he'll be back when he's back. But we got nothing from Nash. He's like, it could be the playoffs. It could be tomorrow. We we have no idea when Harden's coming back. So that, that's that's great to hear. And could also, be never. yeah, it might be twenty twenty four. And then Durant bumped into Trevor Ariza on on Sunday against Miami. And his legs hurting him. And then I'm also waiting to see if Kyrie Irving takes another personal week. So 
when we get all these injuries situated, then we can worry about climbing over the Sixers. But right now, I, I, we're, we're we starting with Harris, who has not been good. Joe Harris has been a disaster as of late. Jeff Green, uh, I was going to say Jared Allen, um, DeAndre Jordan, fill in the block. Like, I, there's no one left that, I mean, maybe that they're playing the Raptors, maybe it's, it's a somewhat competitive game, but no confidence right now. They're projecting Kyrie, Harris, uh, Shamit, Green, and Jordan. So they've... Are you... My concern, no. As long as they're back for the playoffs, I'm, I'm fine. But it has been annoying. I haven't been able to see all three of these guys playing at once well, for a long well, time. Well, one thing I'm concerned about is that a little bump by KD, right back on the injury, that would concern well, Of course, he's made of glass. He's about 94 years old. What do you expect? I mean, I just... I don't, I don't know, Joe. It feels like with Harden, the, the, the high is something that, you know, that we were told 10 days. No, I see. You, you're, you're, you're coming to the realization that the NBA in 2021 is made up of crybabies who can't stay on the court for more than five minutes. Do you think they are all back for the playoffs? Yes, I do. I agree with that. I think they're all back for the playoffs. I think these, I think these rest of the games for the Nets really don't mean anything. Well, Trevor, you know this. is it. These regular scene, uh, season games mean nothing. The NBA regular season's a joke. And a real year, 82 games is way too much. I was telling myself last, I was telling myself last night, I love that the NHL is playing 56 games this year. With eight playoff teams, that makes a ton of sense. Do that every year. So how about this? How about uh, the NBA season will be 66 games? Fine. That, I'm perfectly fine with that. 82 games, even even 72 is a little too much, but get me into the mid-60s, right? Am I, is that wrong? Yeah, I, I told you 66, how about that? That's fine. That's probably fine. I cannot do, I mean, I, listen, we do it because we, we, we love sports, but 82 games, eight playoff teams is just ridiculous, and these stars, yeah, I, the stars don't play. I got to admit, the, the season is getting a little bit boring. Right? You know, for, for the Lakers, it's getting a little bit Well, we are blessed to have two teams that are guaranteed playoff spots. But maybe maybe fans of, like, the Knicks and the Heat and the Hornets who have not, – not the Heat and the and, – Or the Warriors. Well, I'm, I'm trying to use teams that haven't really, you know, been good in, in a while. Like the Knicks and the Hornets who have been rebuilding for the past few years are starting to come. Maybe it's fun for them. But these well, super teams Knicks, up top – I don't know the Knicks. Then it's good, you know, they're just, you know, they're just seven fine. in a row, seven in a row. Yeah. People they are fifth seed, top man conferences. Yeah, and I, I, that's another thing I was saying is that it's not an understatement when I'm saying that this is the best they've played in years, and it's still not out of the question that they could be a four seed and hosting a game seven in the first round. Could be, could be. That's not out of the realm of possibility. Now, I've heard Nick fans tell me that, as, as annoying as Nick fans are, tell me that they're, they're better than the Nets, which I take with a grain of salt because I know they're joking, but I feel like some of them are actually serious when they say that. And it's a little I embarrassing. They should get the totally check, disagree. They should right, get right, now, Joe, right now, Joe, who would you put as the favorite to win the whole thing? Hmm. The Clippers. The Clippers? Yeah. I'm not too sure about what the Lakers are yet. I'll see when when everyone's back. But right to now, me, it's to the Clippers. To me, if they're all 100% healthy, it's either the Nets or the Lakers, in my opinion. Well, they all got to be healthy. Right now, I don't know if they're healthy. 
I think they're back for well, the playoffs, but if you're asking me right now, who do I think is, is all good, I'm saying the Clippers. Well, I would think the Lakers are in a better spot than your team is right now. Yes, they are. Absolutely. Because they're getting one of their stars back this weekend, and LeBron is coming back relatively soon. So, I would say, you know, my question is, can the Clippers do it in the playoffs? And they haven't we'll shown that yet. Yeah. They haven't shown that you're yet. You're right. And as they for the playoffs, last year, they, they, had, they, they had the series last year, they choked. As for the playoffs, I don't, I'm not buying Utah and Phoenix. Uh, I would buy Phoenix more than Utah. Really? I'd be the opposite. Yes. I'd be the opposite. I wouldn't buy either of them right now. I, I, would, I would definitely say right now, you know, if you're looking for a second-round upset of a Wemsey, Utah's a one of them. But how about this? If the Lakers are a four and a five, and you're a one seed, you know how tough of a draw that is? That's tough. For a one seed? Yeah. You, you, would probably, you could be an underdog as a one seed. Yeah, that, that would be tough. Like the season ended today and everyone's fully healthy. That is tough for a one seed. Absolutely. Well, for the Suns, too, they play at, at, at 2-7. You have mm-hmm. to play the Clippers as a three. Right. That's tough. So, uh, Trevor, anything else in the NBA? No nasty televised games tonight. No. And I don't count NBA TV. I don't count that. Yeah, and, but, but we have uh, Knicks and Nets on, in addition to Yankees-Mets. Knicks and Nets? Field. Lakers have the two-day rest. They're not back until tomorrow. Right. So, so and, and yeah, so lucky that he's back. Let's hope nobody trips. Let's hope nobody trips over the, the stairs. Coming down the, 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 the stairs to the airplane. <laughs> you know, somebody else is out. Um, hold on to the banister. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. I want you to do two things. I want you to give me some horse racing, and I want to hear about the Super League. So go ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on mute because I want to hear you talk for a while. Go ahead. You can't wait for when I start with you. I, I do not. Okay. So, number one, we have, barring any injuries, 18 are confirmed for the derby. We got that. Two are on the fence. But we definitely going to get 20. If the two drop out, we will have two to replace their spot. So we're going to get 20. The field is taking shape. At 18 are definite, barring an injury. Um, and two are on the fence. So the field is taking shape, as I like to say. Um, right now, 15 out of the 20 runners are at Churchill Downs now. So that's good news. The, the, the ones that are not there yet, obviously the two that are question marks, they're obviously not there. And, and a lot of the California-based ones are not there. They're coming next week. So that's our thing. Uh, Churchill Downs opens up this week, this Saturday night. It's a, you know, Derby week. It's a big festival. So the whole week, maybe it's Thursday and then Tuesday through Saturday. So it's a, so it's a big, uh, thing. So obviously, you know, who are the favorites right now? Well, essential quality is undefeated. He, he, he's undefeated. We don't have an official favorite yet, but, you know, until Tuesday, you know, when the, when the track makes the official favorite, but it looks like it's going to be essential quality. I would be shocked if he is not the favorite. Come uh, Saturday. Um, he's he's going to be the favorite if 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 it's a big if if there's no injuries, which we're hoping there's not. But right now the field is taking shape. You know, Derby Week, a big celebration, a build up to the big day. You know, it's exciting times. Just like like the set. Well, all the uh, Premier League clubs have withdrawn. By the way, if you're curious. I, I did see that, yes. So it looks like it's not going to happen. But what was it? Go ahead, you can bring that down. What, what it was, was going to be 12... It was going to be 12 Super League... Including Arsenal. Played, yeah. But they were going to break away from the Champions League. So, 
I actually propose, I think I'm halfway at something. The, the Champions League group stage is too boring for me. Six rounds, six weeks. Here's what I would do. Once you get past the qualification, you have your 32 teams left. Make it a knockout tournament from there. Have one play 32 and go from there. And have a single single leg. Like a now, March Madness kind of thing? Yes. Okay. Now, what they're going to do is starting in 2024-2025 season, they're going to have the group stage still with 32 teams. The top eight advance. And then after that, it's like nine plays 24 and all that. And then the last eight teams are going to a playoff round and the last eight goes from there. Oh, so there's a change. Which is... So changing up, but not 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 until twenty twenty four. So a couple of years. Okay. So change happens. So it's on the way path, but I would like to see group stage eliminated totally and just go to a one through thirty two from there. So so that just be to be clear, the club owners were upset because the Champions League was too boring. I just think that they were too. That was part of it. The other thing was they weren't getting their recognition, as I like to say. Okay. And they were fed up, you know. And of course, there was some politics involved. With owners and the league uh, officials, you know that's, that always comes into play. Politics. Um, so I, I just, I just think that you know they wanted to change, and the Champions League did somewhat of a change. But I don't think it's full. I think it's half. Not there. enough. I think need, not enough. But they're on the right path. That like I have two more things for you. Number one, I saw this cool tweet from Jeff Passan. The Padres traded for Blake Snell. You Darvish and Joe Musgrove this winter well aware that the Nelson Lamette's arm was problematic. It's always easy to second guess. Why didn't he get surgery last year? But often, but often, uh, excuse me, but rehab often can delay the inevitable, and some players prefer that route. Yeah. So Definitely. they are in some trouble now because they don't have Lamette. But are you considering dropping Lamette in fantasy now? See with the injuries, but they have great depth in Padres. They do. That's that, that's that's what the tweet was saying is that they've they've established this depth that they could afford injury. And I mean, he's a great pitcher. Like he he's burst on the scene, and the guy, poor guy just can't stay healthy. But when he's pitching, yes. he's I, I like to think he's one of the top ten pitchers in the sport when he's healthy. He's that good. Yes. So it's it's a real damn shame that he can't play, and it's a real shame that we have him on our teams and we can't get to use him anymore. Yes. Yeah. All right. So um, anything else, Trevor? I got one cool fact for you. What's good? Let's hear it. On December 9th, 2015, Luis Sessa was traded for the Tigers to the Yankees. <laughs> and do you know who the two players were that were given up in the trade? I think I do. Hold on. Is it... Go look up. I'm not, I'm not. Is it Shane Green? No, not Shane Green. That was a different trade. I don't know them. It was Chad Green and Justin Wilson. For Luis Sessa? Yes. Really? No, they traded Wilson to the Yankees for Green and Sessa. So they were so both, they were both Tigers. Yeah. So Wilson was traded to the Tigers, and Green and Sessa came to the Yankees. And yes. then they get and then they get Wilson back. Yeah. So how about that as a, a fact? Yeah. And we're still stuck with Sessa. Unfortunately, we got they got all three back. So they did. How about that? They did. You're right. Yeah. All right. Well, Trevor, sorry about the delay, but we we um we did end up getting a show in early in the week. We have another one Friday, and then Monday is our draft preview show, and the next Friday we'll break the draft down, because we are now uh, eight days out from the draft. So we'll have next a ton Friday. of... What's up? Next Friday, you know, big, big week coming up. Big show. We're going to break down all the picks, but Monday we're going to uh, we're gonna we'll do our last mock draft 
get into depth with most of the teams. But more importantly, we'll be back Friday with more Yankees and Mets, Knicks, Nets, NBA basketball, whatever, whatever. So we will be back Friday. I'm Joe Morales. That's John Markowski. This has been the MDM Podcast.